0: Good morning, Booker Tov. Buenos dias. Sabah This is Shana Fold here from Tel Aviv with the Israel Daily News Podcast, the only English daily news podcast coming out of Israel. I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. Today is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. Let's get to the news. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is supposed to be speaking in support of President Donald Trump today from Jerusalem. This week, the Republican National Convention is in action in the United States, and Pompeo tweeted out that he'd be making comments during prime time right from the Holy Land. He said he was, quote, looking forward to sharing with you how my family is more safe and more secure because of president trump he had those words capitalized this came after the rnc announced his appearance the only issue is that pompeo actually sent out a note to all state department employees last month reminding them to be cautious about their political activity in the public sphere You see, it's against the rules, and you can actually see a plain text document on Twitter with those rules outlined. The House Foreign Affairs Committee posted the bulletin there for all to see. Analysts suspect Pompeo will tout the accomplishments of the Trump campaign as it affects Israel and the Middle East. The Times of Israel reports Pompeo has had his speech read by multiple teams of lawyers to see that the content is not overtly crossing any ethical barriers. Over in New York, I hope that no one gave up their lunch reservations for this because a meeting set up Friday between representatives from the US, UAE, or United Arab Emirates, and Israel in place to discuss and celebrate normalization was canceled. And it was canceled following open remarks that Prime Minister Netanyahu made regarding his position on selling the UAE. F-35 fighter jets, which he says would undermine Israel's military edge in the Middle East. The U.S. has pledged to uphold this stance israel's walla news site broke the story after examining reports from people close to this matter the uae says they are disappointed netanyahu is not honoring his word that the f-35s would be a part of the deal while netanyahu holds he's maintained his same opposition to that idea the whole time ah classic communication issue good luck guys Another quick news bite here. Statements from both the UAE and Israel are coming out saying the two countries will be teaming up to tackle healthcare matters, including focusing on the coronavirus, plus creating formal business ties and a possible future student exchange program. Photos of fires along Israel's border with Gaza are appearing on social media as battles ensue between the IDF and Hamas. The terrorist group continues to send balloons strapped with dangerous incendiary materials into the country. Following 36 fires Monday, 28 Sunday, and 35 Saturday, early this morning, Israeli warplanes struck Hamas targets in Gaza as well as underground infrastructure. Palestine Today TV reports that Hamas officials say they will not stop until the blockade will be lifted. A strong blockage at the border crossing between Israel and Gaza was instated following the first rounds of balloon bombs, meaning fuel for energy and other types of goods cannot get through this border crossing. Food and humanitarian aid, however, is still passing through. In addition, four members of a different group, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, were killed on Monday in Gaza during a bomb-making exercise gone wrong. Originally, reports surfaced that it was an IDF hit, but Israel said they had nothing to do with it. To make things more stressful over there, four members of a family have tested positive for the coronavirus, making them the first ones to have been positive outside of designated quarantining facilities that are set up in Gaza. The area is currently under a 48-hour lockdown in an effort to contain the spread, also happening today in Gaza. The Qatari envoy is set to arrive and offer financial relief to struggling people. In the past, that money has come in suitcases filled with bills, and usually families get $100 each. Today, it's unclear if that money will be distributed via wire transfer or in cold, hard cash. Before we move on, I have a question. What is your favorite part of the show? What do you like and what do you want to hear more of? Yesterday, I got a response saying that one of our listeners' favorite parts are my human interest stories and interviews that I host on Thursdays, so let me know what you guys' like, if you like politics, if you like art stories, if you like archaeological stories, send me a message with your answer and also sign up for the Israel Weekly News Wrap using the link in the show notes. I'll put the details of the responses from this week's question into the newsletter. So sign up and print it out before Shabbat if you observe and are going to be turning off your electronics for a restful 25 hours. Also, the Israel Daily News podcast has been approached by Audible, which is the audiobooks, podcasts, and all things audio sector of Amazon. I recommend the app to my listeners because I believe it's 100% the future of media. Sign up for the trial using the link AudibleTrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, Trial, T-R-I-A-L, dot com, backslash Israel Daily News. The trial is free, so let me know what you choose to listen to, and then... Let's talk about it on the show. The link is also in the show notes, so you can find it there. Okay, so this story is a little spicy, and I expect some of my listeners to message me and let me know what they think of this situation. A woman is suing a budget airline called EasyJet after she was forced to move her seat back in October because an Orthodox man and his son would not sit next to her for religious purposes. The British Israeli woman named Melanie Wolfson is asking for nearly $20,000 from the airline for a trip she took from Tel Aviv to London. She'd been sitting in her aisle seat, which she paid extra for, when the son of an Orthodox man next to her jumped over the seat behind and began looking throughout the plane for a man who would switch seats so he likely jumped over the seat to avoid physical contact with her. If you're not familiar, in Judaism, men are forbidden from touching or looking at women who are not their wives. Of course, this is only followed by men in specific sects. Nevertheless, it's real. The dad asked Wolfson, who is a 38-year-old fundraiser and moved to Israel 13 years ago, to move while not making eye contact with her. Well, this enraged Wolfson, she said she was humiliated and that it was the first time in her adult life she was discriminated against for her gender. She also told Haaretz in an interview that she would not have had a problem switching to keep a family together, but that because it was a request due to her sex, she refused. Ultimately, Wolfson gave in and did move her seat in order to not hold up the plane from taking off. Okay, guys, what do you think? Is it okay that she would have moved for a family, but not for the request of an Orthodox man trying to fulfill a religious obligation? What do you think? 424 gold coins have been unearthed. And no, they are not filled with chocolate. The pure gold coins, thought to be around 1,100 years old, were uncovered while a new neighborhood was being constructed in the center of the country. Two 18-year-olds who were doing pre-Army volunteer work discovered the coins. One said he saw thin leaves under the earth, and when he brushed the soil away, he found small coins. The coins were found inside of a clay jar that was attached to the ground using a nail. It's assumed someone buried his treasure and never made it back. The coins are 24 karat gold, weigh 845 grams altogether, and are believed to have been enough to purchase a fancy home in Egypt's capital city at the time. The coins were from different empires as well, with one of them never having been seen in Israel before. It was minted in Constantinople. During the reign of the Byzantine Empire, the rest of the coins are believed to have been from the Islamic Abbasid Empire, which ruled in this region for a time. But archaeologists said the two empires were rivals, but nevertheless accepted currency from the other. Hmm. Money talks, huh? Some things never change. All right, well, that's it for today's news. Today is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. We've got a low of 24 and a high of 32 degrees Celsius in Tel Aviv. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 89 degrees in the central city. It is going to be hot. Thanks for getting caught up with me, and don't forget, Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. Don't forget to send in your answer to this week's question, which is, what do you want to hear more of on the Israel Daily News podcast? I'll send you off into Tuesday with a song by Subliminal and Trip L called Tamid Kadima, or in English, Always Forward, featuring Soljay. Keep moving it forward, guys. Have a great day. And
1: productive day. Yeah, yeah. I'm a girl, <imitation> I'm a girl, <imitation> I'm a girl, <imitation> I'm a girl, <imitation> I'm <imitation> a girl, I'm a girl, i a girl, a girl, I'm a Cadima Lona Riala. Shikka di malo yatshi hulat sorty. Lon allada dam she had vote. Shea microphone it's we bayadazu all the bale ha vote. And my zori mena ke vote mam shik let us le had a shek zem guilty. Gammy make a shad zero show verty. אז אני shivima husbands near shell אני meabe. Batty le mala, milamille לא lo רק rack be gonna lie, nine taha is on the show. What the I'm the hospital. i the hospital. i the hospital.